0: Welcome to the Rise and Thrive podcast. My name is Liz Paris, and I'm Christina Cyphers. We're
1: sisters, and we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and
0: happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Hello, hello! Welcome back to another episode of Rise and Thrive. We're really excited to be with you today, and today we have a really exciting topic that both Liz and I have found is so important in our lives, and we know that it's important in your life as well. And that's what we want to talk about. It and today we're going to be talking about listening to our bodies and. This is such a huge topic because our bodies are telling us things every day. And sometimes we're ignoring those um, key things that our body could be telling us. And sometimes we're just not paying attention. So we're gonna start off by talking about about a few do's and don'ts when um, listening to our bodies. And so, one of the don'ts we've come up with is to not get angry. So let's say that you have some pain in your body or you break out in hives or um, all these, this acne starts showing up all over your face. So one of the things uh, is to try and stay calm. So don't get angry about it. And the next do is to ask questions to figure out, you know, what's going on? Like, why am I breaking out in hives? You know, Did I eat something I'm allergic to? Did I not wash this brand new shirt? Uh, am I super stressed out about this particular project I'm working on? So to sit down and you can do that through a meditation, you can journal to ask questions. Um, there's lots of ways that you can kind of investigate, I'd like to call it that, um, to kind of figure out you know, what is going on with your body Um, the next don't we brought up is to not ignore it. And I'm guilt. I'm guilty of this one. Sometimes I have, you know, a pain or something and I'm like, Oh, I'm totally fine. I'm going to keep going running, even though, you know, my hip is hurting me so bad with every step I take. So that's an important one is that we don't ignore when our body's trying to tell us something. And the, the do for that one is to take care of it. So to figure out, you know maybe why that's going on. And sometimes you might need a professional's opinion. Sometimes you might need to go into a doctor or someone that can kind of take a look and, and then give you peace of mind to find out, you know, if there is a problem you can take care of it or maybe there wasn't. And so maybe you're able to have peace of mind that, you know, you're going to be fine and it needs a little bit of time to recover. Um, so those are just a few uh, do's and don'ts we wanted to start off with when we are listening to our body. And Liz is going to go into a little bit more detail and also share with us a few experiences that she has um, with listening to her body. So take it away, Liz.
1: All right. So good intro. I um, Bodies are super cool because I, I tell people this in my mentoring. I, I think for me, I've noticed more and more and more that bodies are a way, a form of communicating with us. I feel like our subconscious will help to communicate with us when something might be off or something's wrong. And that's why, you know, we do get symptoms when like, you know, someone finds out that they have cancer and they have all these kind of symptoms going on. It's like warning signs like, hey, something's coming, or you know, something's developing here and you need to pay attention to this. So our our bodies.
0: Well and, and that just reminded me so much of our dad. He had pain from his cancer way before they figured out he had cancer he had such bad pain and his body was telling him you know go get into the doctor go find out what's wrong with you and Mm -hmm. and it took them a long time to figure out what it was but his body knew that there was a huge problem by that pain so that yeah reminded me of that
1: definitely so pain is a huge indicator or swelling or hives like you said or just anything like that and so that our body is a communicator it is an instrument to let us know what is going on. And so that's why it's super important. It can let you know about a physical problem. And, um, and a lot of, you know, things, ailments or things that we have are just a physical problem, but there are some ailments that come about because of thought processes that we have and we can actually cause them because of the way we think about certain things. So I'm gonna give you a couple of examples because <laughs> some people will be like, what are you talking about? This is a little bit down the energetic pathway. So just bear with me as I share my personal experiences. So um, one time uh, things were not going great in my marriage relationship and I was struggling a lot. And at that time, um, my husband and I were talking about separation and even divorce. And I woke up um, one morning with a big like almost looked like a water bubble type thing (laughs) on my lower lip and it was just sitting there. It was big. Like you couldn't miss it. Someone see me smile and you'd see a big water bubble (laughs) on my lip. And it was so strange. And I was just like, what is this? I've never seen anything like this in my life. It wasn't like a zit. It wasn't like a sore. It was just this big, weird water bubble. (laughs) And I couldn't figure it out. And as I've learned through editing, through understanding the body and how it works, the body will actually sometimes highlight a certain tooth or a certain part of the body or whatever, or draw attention there to give us a message. And so I have a really cool book. Um, it's called The Healing Questions Guide, and it's by Wendy Jensen. And so I, there's other books like this out there. But if I have a particular problem, I love to open this book up and go to what it is and whatever, because it's listed in alphabetical order. So, like if I'm looking up something about a lip, I just go under L, look up lip, and I read what it says. So, it'll give you a question to help you think about what thought patterns might be causing what this manifestation is that's coming out in your body. So, I read. I turned to lower lip and cause it was on my bottom lip. And I read, what am I fearing about what I think is coming my way? And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, Oh my gosh, that totally fits what I'm going through right now. Cause I had all these fears like what if we get divorced, what, what will happen and what, how will this go? And will I be okay and financial and this and that. So I just started thinking and fearing what was coming my way. And then my body showed me through that little bubble on my lower lip. And I was able to go in and read that and, and understand, oh, I've got, I'm letting fear kind of overtake this situation. So then as I was able to start calming myself and understood what was going on with me, with my thoughts, with my emotions that were coming up, I was able to, like within a day it was gone. Just this bubble disappeared. Just by me knowing what was going on, it was like my body wanted me to know you're in fear mode, <laughs> like, you know, try something, try a different approach and maybe a, a different um, way to look at this so that you're not hurting yourself. And so anyway, that was a really interesting one. Um, I had another experience and this was, was more recently, that one was years ago, but my, Um, so right after dad died, this was two months ago, pretty much, um, a little less than two months ago, but right after my dad, our dad passed, um, just like instantly I got a yeast infection and I was like, what is going on? I usually, I, I think I've had one in my whole lifetime, a long, long time ago. And I was just like, why did this come up? And, you know, I went on and I was like, oh, I need to take more probiotics because probiotics help with candida, which is the bad bacteria and blah, blah, blah. So I started doing all these natural things and, you know, some, some of them would help a little bit and then it would just come back. And so for about four weeks, and then I, I started regular treatments and things like that, but it just kept coming back. And so after about four weeks, I was like, that's it. Body, thank you for the message. I need to go and find out what this means because it will not go away until I know what this means. So I went in to my book, my trusty book, and I I read. And the first thing it said is, who will take care of me if I don't take the time to care care for myself? So this was all about self-care. And then there was another one that said, what value is there in believing others' needs are more important than my own? And I can't tell you like how I went away from my own desires right after my dad died. I had told everybody, I just want to go to the beach. I want to relax. I want to um, heal. And then we jumped into taking care of the house and cleaning and all the things. And I didn't listen to myself. I didn't listen to my, my desire that was deep inside. And so I just jumped into care mode taking care of you know the house and everybody and they and we wanted to go through it while everyone was there and so you know this need of this house being taken care of was more important than me at that time you know and more important than taking care of my own needs and i didn't feel like i was taking very good care of myself i mean during that time let's be real right christina we were just cleaning and working so hard and like exhausted when we were it doing it miserable. right <laughs> it was miserable it was and so anyway i told a friend like i the, the the day after i read what yeast infection kind of represented energetically i was like now i get it now i get why this was reoccurring and and i even told her i was like i finally just went and looked it up because i knew it just hit me like it wasn't going to go away till i actually recognized and and um, validated it and did something about it. And so I actually like scheduled my beach time, got it on the calendar. And so anyway, so, so excited about that, (laughs) that I'm listening to me and all that. my yeast infection went away. It was just totally gone after that. So anyway, it's just very, very interesting. And people think, oh, it's just, you know, happenstance or, whatever. But there are a lot of connections with how we think and what is created in the body. Um, I have one more to share. And this kind of goes along with something that Christina is going to share with us as a really cool technique for listening to your body. So you might be saying, well, I don't have that book. So (laughs) how do I figure this out? Like, how do I know what's going on with me? And one of the really cool things about our body is that it will speak up and be loud and we get to hone in and open up our ears and listen to what's going on. So one of the ways to do that is to journal. And Christina will talk more about that. But when there was a while back where my shoulder hurt for almost a full year, <laughs> it just kept hurting and hurting and hurting. And I decided I had learned this technique, Christina going to talk about. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to write a letter to my shoulder and then I'm going to let my shoulder answer back to me so that it can tell me what's going on. And so I wrote this letter, "Like your shoulder, what are you trying to tell me? Um, you heard a lot. Is, does it have something to do with a physical thing or is this more of an emotional thing? What can I do for you? Like, please, please share with me what's going on. And as I wrote back, there was a whole very interesting response that I felt came from my body. And when you write back, it's dear Liz, you know, you're writing back to yourself from the shoulder. (laughs) So dear Liz. And, um, I, I'm still holding some of that heavy energy that, or that heaviness or that responsibility that you felt for your dad when you were young. So I always felt like I was you know, second oldest, I always felt like it was my responsibility to take care of everybody. So like that, my brother made it to church and that, you know, like my older brother that he passed his classes so he could graduate. And with my dad, my, I felt like when he got frustrated or angry, I needed to bring him water and check in on him and see how he's doing. Or with my mom, if she had a big project, I got to jump in and help her. Right. So anyway, I just felt like shoulders have to do a lot with burden. And I felt like my, my shoulder was riding back to me that I was still carrying some of that like heavy responsibility for other people. And it was very helpful to get that out there and to really look into what was going on. And by the time I've started to shift and be like, okay, everybody has their deal. You know, I can support people and love people, but I don't have to take on their stuff and also going to a really awesome chiropractor who like gets in my my ribs like one of my first ribs that was up in my shoulder and things like that i felt like things have have really panned out well and i feel like i'm in a good spot with my shoulders now and so anyway i think that it's really important to look at the physical side it's really important to look at the emotional side is there some kind of energy or or worry or wonder that you've kind of got going. And I also think it's so important to get checked out. So you have peace of mind, like Christina mentioned that, but I'm just going to say, you know, if sometimes we get these little lies that come up that worry us. I remember when my mom passed away from dementia and my brother said to me, Something like, well, like every day I worry I'm going to end up like mom, like losing my mind and this and that. And I had never had that thought. <laughs> and all of a sudden after he said it, I was like, oh, well, what if I do like, and, and so it was almost like he passed his, his, uh, fear on to me. And so I got afraid and I was like, oh no, like, what if, you know, cause I forget where my keys are sometimes. all right? Right you know, forget to put something back or to do something. I mean, we all forget things. we got so many things on our plate, but, um, I just kind of w- started worrying about that. I actually had to get to a point where I, um, could let that go. And I started building myself up with my mind and telling myself that I'm smart and that I remember important things and that I'm a genius and, you know, just really positive affirmations, but really starting to believe that, because if you don't have the peace of mind, if you don't get into a, safe space of a good, having good beliefs, if living in fear or worry, you could actually promote those problems coming in because you're feeding that idea and what you focus on will grow. So you don't want to focus on all the things you don't want. It's not like, oh, I would love to lose my mind. So I'm going to start thinking that I am, but we fear it. And so we think of it and that can actually bring in more of that versus Um, the opposite, where if you have the positive thought, it feeds that it brings you more opportunities to grow the good. So anyway, um, if you have health issues, definitely check them out, definitely listen to your body, and definitely talk to yourself uh, that you're already where you want to be with things. I tell myself all the time that I have a healthy body that I'm in my, my hormones are balanced, that I'm healthy. That I feel good. You know, I have a a whole story that I read to myself about all these great things that are happening in my life. And that helps feed what you want because naturally we worry and we feed what we don't want. So we have to take the initiative to switch that and help us have
0: peace of mind. Stop the worries, bring in what we want, right? Mm -hmm. And try this technique that we're going to teach you. So um Liz introduced it so this technique um we didn't create it a few different mentors I've heard talk about it Kim Duncan is one that we went to her class a few years ago and did it there and I actually heard another mentor that mentioned it as well um and I liked one thing that this other lady had said about it she said sometimes our culture looks down on like different ideas so it may sound a little bit weird writing a letter to your body but why can't you write a letter to your body or think about how incredible your body is think about all the things that it can do and so I think it's not that weird to write a letter to your body and it's not that weird that your body can write a letter back to you so what this is is you're going to sit down get a notebook and a pen and you're going to write dear body and you're just gonna you're gonna let the words flow you're not gonna stop and ponder and think you're not gonna worry about grammar you're not gonna worry you know about spelling you're just gonna write you know kind of like as fast as you can like whatever comes out just write it down write a letter to your body and then after you do that you're gonna have you're gonna write a letter back to you so like for me I'd write dear body and at the end I'd say at the very end I'd probably say thanks for everything love Christina and then I'd say to christina and then i'd have my body just say whatever comes to mind so you're gonna have um you know different intuitive thoughts come out um i think that there's a lot of wisdom you know that our bodies have to share with us and so as we do this um we'll be able to get a lot of insight there may be a few nonsense things that come up like why did you eat that snickers bar yesterday or something like that but we're not looking to you know, we're not looking to really look into those we're looking to, to get some powerful wisdom that can come from this. And um, I've actually only done it a few times, but a mentor that I had recently researched, she said that she has her clients do it for five days in a row, which I thought was pretty a pretty good idea. And so that's my challenge. I'm going to challenge myself to try it for five days in a row and just kind of see the relationship with my body and how that can change over, you know, over the next couple of days and kind of see if I listen a little bit better to my body, see if, you know, when I need some water, if I don't go and grab, you know, a soda or a treat, I think sometimes for me, like I, my body's like thirsty or something Then I'm like, Oh no, I just, I really want this chocolate over here. And I don't get like a, a water, but there's so many things that our body, you know, is telling us. And as we listen to that, Um, we can really get, I think a lot of wisdom and get a lot of support, you know, through, through this letter writing technique. And so we just wanted to, to share this with you, Liz, what did you want to say about the, yeah,
1: I wanted to share what happened when I did it the first time. I actually felt sorrow that I hadn't treated my body or appreciated it more and that I hadn't treated it better, or, you know, like really taking care of me. And because I felt like my body was complaining at me, (laughs) like, hey, you know, you just go and go and you disregard that, you know, I might need food or water or (laughs) sleep or whatever. And you're just going, you know, and it was really interesting, because it was almost like I made a pact with my body to listen to it better. And like, and let's work on this together. You know, let's, Let's join together and be unified instead of kind of that disconnect. Cause I think as we get older, when you're young, you are so connected to your body. You're like jumping through water and doing all these things that are fun and, and you love your body and you dance with your body and you twirl, you're super connected to your body. But I think as we get older, if we don't stay conscious of what our body's saying, we turn it off and we go to our head and we don't listen as much. And so for me, I realized that I had done that and it, it kind of hurt my heart that I, that I had done that. And one other thing to think about, you know, you might say, oh, well, my body's just part of me. So how can I write a letter to and from, but sometimes it's important to think about ourselves in parts, parts of a whole. So you have a brain, you have a heart, you have something living that keeps you alive like a spirit, right? you've got this body. So if you sometimes it's really important to think of yourself as parts of a whole and like what makes you up and, and what like a plant, a plant has roots, a plant has a, tr- a stem and it has leaves, you know, like, they're not all the exact same, everything has a function. And so it almost honors your body when you talk to it like that, and you recognize it. And there's so much, I remember when when dad was super sick, And he was, he had just had the lung cancer um, diagnosis and he had just had surgery on his lung to clear out the fluid and stuff. And I remember him being really frustrated with his body. And I, I told him, dad, what if you thought about all the times that your lungs have breathed well, and you've been able to climb mountains and do all these things. And he actually did write a letter to his body. I remember him doing it. And he was like, yeah, my body is pretty awesome. Like it's done so much for me. And I think sometimes we we go on expecting it to just act wonderful, like everything's okay and never give us a problem. And when it starts to give us a problem. We're annoyed at that. It's like when your car breaks down, it's like, you're just supposed to run. Like, what are you doing? And we treat it as a thing rather than as a living being as a, an important kind of almost special sacred thing. And and we take it for granted sometimes. So try this because it's really, it's really mind opening when you do it. And people get really surprised at what comes to them when they, when the body writes back, like you can ask questions or whatever, but then when the body writes back, it's like, Whoa, I didn't know that. Like, I, I didn't listen to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so
0: yeah. I, w- I wanted to share one more thing this week that happened to me. I, I've been a lot in my head this week, kind of like you said, like sometimes we're just like really in our head and we're not listening to our bodies. And, um, I realized that I needed to sit down and meditate and meditation's really, really good for me because I, I go so much. I'm just like a goer, a doer, always in my head, thinking about the next thing. And so I noticed that I was struggling this week. I just had a few issues that had come up and I was having a hard time getting over them. And I was just really upset. Uh, I even like started crying when I was mountain biking, like in the middle of mountain biking, just for like, just all the things that were going on in my head. And so I, when I got home from mountain biking, I was like, okay, I need to sit down and, and I need to do some guided visualization. I like guided visualization for my meditations. And, um, and I did one. And after that, I felt completely better. It was crazy. Like I felt like I could, I don't know. I felt like I had a better connection with my body. I felt like I was able to like clear all the, the storm in my brain and kind of Get back to like feeling and not ignoring what was going on in my body, and so that was that was just one other thing I wanted to share with everyone is if you are feeling like you are disconnected with your body, maybe before you write your letter, um, find a guided visualization. There's tons. I just look them up on YouTube. What's the app you use? Liz, Liz has an app she uses. I
1: use Insight Timer.
0: Yeah, I like that timer. a lot.
1: But there's yeah. lots of great ones out there. Jason Stevenson, the honest guys, they're all free on YouTube. Yeah. They're all great. Jason <laughs>
0: Stevenson's my favorite. He's Australian. He's and great, he has yeah. Awesome. <laughs>
1: He's yeah. Awesome. We pick you, Jason. We should get him on here and have him do a guided we meditation should. for us someday.
0: He's probably <laughs> super famous, but yes, we should definitely. Yeah. Um, he has but, time for us. He has time for a rise and thrive. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But um, my, my last suggestion to everyone is to do some meditation before you write your letter and take some time to reconnect with your body. And I think you'll find that, that it's helpful, um, for so many aspects of your life. But I feel like for one of the biggest ones for me is just to get out of your head and to get back to like having intuition and feeling and, um, yeah. And even yeah, just being
1: that. present in your body, it just helps you be aware of how do my hands feel? How's my breathing? It really just grounds you right away when you meditate, because you have that instant connection with body almost. It's really mm-hmm. good.
0: For sure. Good so.
1: good advice. I like that. Cool. So how about an oops moment? Are we ready for that? Yeah, we're ready. Let's hear it. Okay. So this morning, (laughs) my husband's looking for the hair, the water bottle that we spray on the kid's hair to do their hair before school. And um, he could not find it. And he was kind of frustrated. And I got up a little later. It's his morning to get kids ready. And so I'm getting up as they're doing hair to walk out the door. And I walk into my bathroom. And I find the water bottle and I think, okay, I can help. Here's the water bottle, everybody. I walk it out to them and it was really full. So I thought, oh, someone, one of my kids must've topped it off. Like, cause usually it's, you know, like one inch of water instead of filled to the top. And so I was like, okay, um, yeah, here's the bottle. And and so he gets going and he's like, what is in this? (laughs) Cause he can smell and he's like, this is not water. And he's kind of freaking out because he's like, what am I spraying on our son's hair? And come to find out one of the kids had poured Windex into the water spray bottle. (laughs) And it was a blue bottle. So you couldn't tell that there was blue Windex in it. It was hilarious and yet kind of disturbing. but. (laughs) so
0: great I love it that's
1: that's my like it's pretty common that we have little things like that at my house I five boys and and funny things happening all the time oops moments
0: (laughs) right and left awesome thank you awesome made me laugh well
1: go and connect with your body do a little yoga a little meditation write a little letter do something that brings you closer to your body and more connected because the more connected you are with your whole self, the more connected you can be to others and have happiness and joy and better results in your life. We love you guys. Have an awesome week. Are you ready to make forward movement in an area of your life? Relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you've always wanted and the happiness that you are worthy of. And so we have started a movement to support you in making these positive changes in
0: your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen.
1: And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a supportive, fun, three-month-long program where you will learn tools, techniques, and mindset shifts to move forward in your relationships and
0: goals. In Arise Now, you will have the support to set and accomplish three personalized goals. You will receive 12 valuable one-hour live trainings. Enjoy daily accountability and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. Visit ariseandthrivelife.com
1: today and register so that you can get all the support, training and accountability to start arising and thriving in your life.